Hello, humans. You're listening to the number one podcast on the fucking planet. Think twice with your host, your mother's favorite American, the great, the one and only Max Showtime Schober. Think twice. This is live yet because we're enough warm up. And then if we do get a good ass fucking punchline in here, then we might as well slide it in. Sounds good, man. Sounds really good. So, <laughs> where is the goddamn beer in this joint, you friend? Oh, it's right here, brother. It's right over here. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, fuck. If you're pregnant, beware. There's a baby coming. Fuck, man. Damn. I ain't ready for a goddamn baby. I don't know if I'll ever be a daddy, to be honest with you. I've, I've heard you say that before, bro. What's, what do you find? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been out for too long. What do you find appealing um, to not having a kid? Why would you, oh, I thought it was finished. No, no. Why would you not want to have a kid? It's a commitment, man, and uh, so you're from just from, from just uh, from just experiencing others. Uh, I guess when Louis had a kid, I was like, "Fuck, I really don't want a kid." <laughs> and and just because it'd be a lot of work. Yeah, I'm just not I'm not up for it. I guess, but I don't know. Maybe one day I'll be woke. <laughs> you know, I don't know. As of right now, you know, I'm just having fun. But uh, no kids. Too much work. Yeah, kids is a kids is another t- type of job too. But, uh, That's a full full time job. Yeah, man, uh, I tip my hat off to those that are doing that type of job. You know, a career even. It's one hell of a job. So shout out to all you parents out there. We love all of you guys and everything that you do for us. It is a full time career that you do on top of a full time career. <laughs> That's right. You know what? I have a question. Maybe Primo can answer this later on when he listens to this. Was, was, is Primo stronger now than he was back then? Hold on. You got to realize Primo's is there's different body styles and bo- body types. You have different phases. So back in the day, he was his physique wise a little bit better. Sorry, Primo. He's just he's a little bulk, but not shredded. Is the word. But yeah, man. But I'm just trying to compare power. Yeah, because this man back in, in college, he was, uh, or not college, when he was playing football, he was uh, 5'9", 5'10", 215 pounds, and he was a pit bull. I called you the Mike Tyson out of the group just because I could feel you can knock someone out with just one blow. That's the man Primo. That's why you don't mess with him. And he'll deliver your coffee to your office, by the way, Primo Chino. Shout out to you, bro. That's right, man. That's right. I was a... Uh... I had one coffee, I believe, and I'm sorry that I wasn't able to buy more. I will in the future, but it's delicious. And it's I like stuff. it. I like it. It's crazy how you evolved from the coffee thing. Yo, so that brings me to my favorite topic, business, man. So this guy is starting a coffee truck from scratch. Oh, yeah. So he just started. You know, he just goes out and does it. Absolutely. There's so many people out there that think about something that they want to do, something that they're dreaming about doing. And they'll do everything but do it. They'll talk about it. They'll sing about it. They'll tell their friends about it. But they won't do it. 
Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no proof. I mean, you gotta at least post something that you're doing the work, right? So <laughs> the audience, yeah, right? That's a that's that's what it feels like now with uh, Snapchat and Instagram. If it looks like you're doing the work, doesn't mean you're necessarily doing the work, right? You're right, you're right. So you gotta do the work. You're right. So you know, because if you got time to post, then you got time to be doing work. You know, you exactly. Yeah, you're right, man. Unless it's like five minutes before bedtime, you want to do like a, a nice little selfie. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying there's no time for it, yeah. but. It is definitely important. And uh, social media right now is huge. It's blowing up. This is the this is the future of society. Yeah, but to be honest, it's social media was it's, it has to go both ways. It's evil and and also good. Yep, just like everything else, you ain't got yin without yang. Exactly. Just uh, not anything. Not everything can be goody goody perfect you know you gotta have some evil in there to keep it balanced and uh, yeah that fucking sucks by the way man there has to be evil oh no that's the part that you enjoy the most cause think about it when you go in and face your innermost demons and then you come out on top that is the most beautiful feeling there is right there after winning a, a hard earned battle you're right man fuck Satan but, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day you gotta do what you gotta do. Do you, man. Work hard. Break a sweat. So you said do you. That's a great point. Do you means who are you? Who are you, man? Because what you do is gonna define who you are. So first thing you gotta do is decide who am I? At that point, you know what to do. But if you don't know who am I, how are you gonna go anywhere from there? You stuck. But how do people how do people get out of there, man? That's you just start. That's the funny thing. You just start. You just start convincing yourself and telling yourself that you're doing it. And then all of a sudden you start to see the opportunities and then you start to see how it's done and you start to surround yourself by it. Because a guy like me who uh, four years ago was working a graveyard shift at Chevron with you, by the way. Yeah, I was there, man. I was there with him. Yep. Shout out to us. Third Street and India School. Man, the worst thing that that uh, Chevron ever did was fire the no- overnight guy. Yeah. Gabriel, bro, best employee ever. This man was working six nights a week, graveyard shift, never complained about it. All right, anyways, I'll get back on top. You, you, you talking about Gabriel. Okay. Rusty. Now, that's a motherfucker who keeps it, keeps it going. Rusty. Shout out to Rusty. This man is 90 pounds, and he rides a Harley Davidson <laughs> fat boy to his graveyard shift at Chevron. It's about a 75-year-old man. Oh, Rusty, yeah. shout out to you. He said he, he has, like, five months to live every fucking three months. And I'm like, what it work? What's happening? You know, a sad story about Rusty. I tried talking him out of that. He every time I see him, I'm like, Rusty, how you doing? He says, Oh, not good, man. Not, not good. They tell me I don't got much longer left. <laughs> and then I see this guy six months later, and I say, Hey, Rusty, how's it going? Not good, man. But he keeps on living. He's got to yeah. change the attitude. I see him fucking jog. Shut the fuck up, Rusty. You're fucking fine, Joe. Motorhead looking Lemmy bitch. Oh man, R.I.P. Lemmy. Oh, my dad's been going nuts on Motorhead lately. If anybody, uh, if you want to listen to some good tunes, listen to some fucking Motorhead. Some fucking rock and roll in your system. That's damn right. And if you wear a rock and roll t-shirt to the gym, you know not only are the ladies going to be checking you out, but you're going to have the sickest pump ever because you're going to be listening to rock too. Yeah, make sure you, uh, make sure you do that form right, all right? <laughs> Just make sure you're hitting biceps, 10,000 reps. Yeah, 
something else on my top. Something's been on my mind for a couple weeks. Working out biceps? I mean, that too. <laughs> but uh, I feel like I gotta be a superhero, but then I'm only human. But, but what can I do? Something wow. about this uh, epioid problem, man. Pissing me off here. Epioid? Like opioids? Yeah, yeah, yeah opioids. Sorry about that. But yeah, what's yeah. the other word? Fentanyl? Fentanyl? Fuck fentanyl. Fuck fentanyl. You heard me here. That stuff that's killing everybody? Yeah, F that stuff. Yeah, it turns out there's some something about in Cali. I don't know if you heard this recently that fucking a couple people died because I guess some of their dr- drug of choice like cocaine, you won't find that in weed, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like that. They had fentanyl. See, the only problem with weed now is that it's being mass produced, so anybody can be growing the weed that you buy at a, at a dispensary, and you never know who the dirty players are. They're adding a little something to it, you know. There'd be no way to tell unless you study everything. Yeah. Like study all your bud. That's why. No, I mean that's why. Chemically. Yeah. Yeah. Because think about it. If you if you're a drug dealer, your number one objective is to have long-term customers that are hooked. But yeah, I mean, if you see it in a deeper way, I mean, I'm not trying to piss off any dealer off, but this is reality here. You are selling poison. Oh, I mean, hold on. Now we're calling marijuana poison. I think I mean, that's what I'm trying But nah, no, we both know it's not. But if you're talking about something like fentanyl and cocaine Oh, yeah, I mean, there, there are dealers like that, man. Right. There's, there's some that sell that shit, man. I know there's people that are hooked and, you know, good for them, you know, ruin their life, but, you know, at least one, like saying, hey, before you take this. Yep. And speaking of addiction, we lost a really close friend to an addiction. I mean, the thing about it is you can see it coming, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. You know when it's happening. I, I would I would always, like, see online about this, ep- what's it called again, man? Epioid? Uh, opioids. Opioids. This, this, how it's spreading all over the United States. And I would always ignore it, but... I found out that it was actually near, like what you said, my, it's my like friend. Heroin. Yeah, man, it was like, fuck. Fuck, you got in, man. Yep, and, and those things, again, it's a drug company, even though it's legal. A pharmaceutical drug company, their job is to get long-term clients. Um, I have a buddy that works at a pharmacy. I don't want to uh, reveal his identity, um, but I got to talk to this guy. Great friend of mine, great guy, really good guy, and he says... Dude, working at a pharmacy, like, I see some stuff. They're mm. they're giving a three-year-old mm. an ADHD pill. Oh, or man. ADD pill, whatever they call it. They're telling a three-year-old that he's got a problem mentally, and they yeah. put him on a pill for the rest of his life. Would you... All right, let's say there has to be a medicine involved. Would you switch to cannabis? Something much, I guess... More plant-based, Instead more of natural opioids. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know that's exactly. gonna be way better, hundred percent. But at the same time, it's a it's a negative addiction. But if you can prevent the addiction and use it recreationally, um, like uh, not as often, yeah, then it can become a, po- a very positive thing. The only problem is most people that are like smoking a lot of weed, like daily they're not the people that are at the top of the food chain you know they're not people that are like ceos ceos don't like and i'm talking ceos of fortune 500 companies they're not smoking weed throughout the day yeah the people they're doing are people that can't afford to do it yeah we heard this guy named grant cardone talking in the video saying you're smoking weed dude you're in there you're gonna be thinking overthinking shit i'm gonna be in there knowing what the fuck i'm gonna say like you're behind dude i'm gonna be in there 
ten times in. See, that's because Grant Cardone is making a mistake. You have to use that different experience in order to look back on your past experiences. So you have to step out of the equation and look at what happened backwards, yeah. and then see, okay, what could I have done differently? And then, and then that's what I. That's whenever no, I mean, that's why we love mistakes. That's why failure is involved. That's why what? That's why failure is involved, and that's why exactly. we have to accept that, and we learn from that, and that's how we grow. And there's always, and that's one thing is failure has got to be enjoyable, you know? Yeah, there's a, like myself, I'm still learning to accept humility, humility and failure myself. Uh, it's tough to, uh, it's a tough pill to swallow, but I'm still learning, man. Yeah, and there's a lot of things you want to accomplish, right? Oh, definitely. Like, I want to do as much as I can in the fight game. That's very passionate about something that I like to do and also clothing but also I want to inspire and help people awesome so what you should do is you should show, show people that they can do what you what you did yeah. once you're successful so you said you like fashion right and clothing oh yeah man so start doing something instead of working a 9 to 5 job your job is what time to what time 9 I to work, 7 now work 7.30 to 6 7.30 to 6 so think about that you're spending almost all your day from 7.30 to 6 o'clock, making someone else's vision happen. Yeah, fuck Jeff. Sorry, <laughs> Jeff. You're a good guy, I believe. But if you could take some of that energy that you're putting towards your day job mm-hmm. and put it towards what you really want to do, what you really want to do is going to start to grow. But you have to put yeah. some time into it. So then eventually, the thing that you're putting all your time and energy into, that starts taking up the, the space of your other job because it's paying for your lifestyle. And then you can get out of that nine to five. But that nine to five is never going to go away if you don't start investing your time and energy and every single ounce that you got into your dream. Yeah, it just sucks that some people are scared like myself and like they'll be thinking like, "Fuck, what if, what if you're spending all that energy that you said and it takes months and you're still not getting paid in those months that you're taking your time?" You know, that's that's a struggle right there. Not getting paid, so you have to find a way to scrape across. The yeah. beautiful thing about life is it punishes you into the ground. And then all of a sudden you start floating upwards and then you get smashed back into the ground. It's all loops. It's a, it's a cycle. So those downs, those are the, those are the times when you're getting tested and they're, the universe is asking you, okay, are you going to quit when I make it difficult? Or are you honest when you told me that you want this? Because if yeah. you tell me that you want this, you're going to prove it. I love that, man. That's a f- oh, damn. You just... Max is like hey. an orgasm right now with that. <laughs> the podcast is called Think Twice for a Reason. We're out here trying to get people to think. So when we come out here, we're going to talk about some business real quick. Ethan, you want to start a, a leather jacket business where you yeah. are. At the end of the day, I love leather. It fucking looks cool on everyone. And I want to bring that to you. But I also want to bring rock and roll. And uh, I'm sorry. I like dark images. And, you know, I like uh, we'll not yep. get into that, but you, you know what okay, I mean. Okay, so look, look look, at what he's explaining to us. He likes things that are black. He likes things that are dark, maybe things that are scary. So his crowd, the people that he needs to appeal to, are the people that like black, the people that wear things that are scary, the people that like scary movies. Those are the kinds of people that are going to do business with that kind of idea. The people rule. Do people rule? No, the you people rule. You people rule. Yep, that's my rock and roll crowd. Shout out to you guys. I still rock the leather jacket. Let's do it. All right, so um, now he knows who he needs to target. Now he needs to figure out a way to make sure that those people know he exists. They need to know that he's there or else they're not going to buy a jacket from him. 
So Ephraim, you got to start using social media. You got to start using word of mouth. You got to start just going into industries. You got to start taking people out to lunch just to get connections with people that are really good at making jackets because that's what you want to do. This is why this is why I love hanging out with this guy. This is why he's one of one of my close buds. Who gives me something like this? I think what you meant to say is this is why I'm your mother's favorite American. That's that's right. I mean, let's be honest, motherfuckers. Who who gives you this type of advice? You know, I don't I don't know if you have a close friend out there, but who gives you this type of shit? But I'm lucky to have this showtime crazy cocksucker. But let me tell you something. <laughs> hey, that's a negative on that. <laughs> Ladies, get at me. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just saying. Also, find a find a good pal like like that, like uh, like Max, and uh, yeah, man, just keep everything positive. Yeah, bro, and you just gotta look at things from a different perspective sometimes. Um, yeah, plus you push me, man, and I want to do the same. Doesn't it feel person. good, though? Yeah, it feels funny. good to get pushed. People yeah. are going to resist it. Like, think oh, about, why? Oh, man. Why? I got to tell you guys a quick story. Why would they resist so, the pushing? I love to study humans. I love to study human brains, right? Oh, People please. hate yeah. to, re- they, they hate to, cha- they hate change. That's why you can't change too much I'm at one time. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I think I'll be the first one to say I, I don't like change, man. Right. But, uh, convince me here, man. So people don't like change. Because it's painful. It's it's a negative emotion, negative feeling. Why? We don't know. But my opinion is there's always a yin, there's always a yang. You got to give the bad stuff in order to get the good stuff. So you you give some pain, you make a change. At that point, you're like, whoa, I'm glad I made that change, but I'm comfortable here. And then that keeps going through your mind. But you can switch it and you can make it to like, I made a change. That was the first change I need to make. What's the next change in order to get to my goal? You make one change at a time. So, um, for example, if you're trying to uh, eat healthier. Oh, that's, that's one of the, try to adapt that in my lifestyle, man. Yep. That's oh, yeah. one of those things. You got to do it one thing at a time. Because if you're used to eating pizza and pasta and burgers and fast food every night, you're not yeah. going to be able to switch over to homemade dinner and salad the next day. And that's what people it's gonna don't take understand. A while. Yeah, right. A lot of people don't understand that. You got to stop eating that nasty shit yep. in order to get that body that you dreamed of. Yep. And that's and it sucks because eating that stuff makes us feel good. Oh yeah, that sucks. Man. But the funny thing is, I was just talking to, about this earlier with Gerard, uh, Gerard Armstrong. Shout out to Gerard. Um, man, I lost my my train of thought. Oh, going you through. were talking to Jordan about a healthy uh, healthy living, uh, nutrition, and so on. Yeah, healthy living. Oh man, I, oh I'm gonna have to come back to that. I remember it right now. Yeah, because uh, people will be eating pizza and all that, and that's what Right, that's what we're talking about. Is after a while you're eating only healthy foods, that's what your body craves. You you look at like a burger and you're like, ooh, man, that greasy ass burger is not gonna do it for me. I need like more natural foods in this for the energy you require. And then that's when I like all I wanted was fruits, vegetables, uh, like as simple meat as you can eat, yeah. like steak, fish, chicken with like nothing on it, just you know, a little bit of salt and a beer on the side. Ooh, man, you're on point. I know what you're thinking. Oh, the beer. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it has my cards. It has my 10 minerals in there. So shut the fuck up. Hey, you know, beer, I, I have a strong love of beer, and I think it's healthy for you. I think uh, in moderation, obviously. Yeah. Uh, in moderation, it's healthy for you because it's all natural. Hops, barley, and wheat, and 95% water. 
Oh yeah. Five percent alcohol. Could you repeat that? Ninety five. What? 95% percent water on your typical beer, average beer. It's about ninety five percent water. The other five percent is alcohol content. So suck on that, audience. It causes short term dehydration, long term hydration. You may be peeing really yellow the next morning, or your body's gonna be really hydrated uh, throughout the rest of the day. You're gonna have to drink water though. Yeah, I just wish I could add that to training camp, but you know. You can always have what you want. Oh, those damn calories. I do. I drank a light beer the other day. Can you believe that shit? Yeah. A light beer. It's crazy. It, it, uh, I, but light platinum? It was pretty good though. I, I like she light beer. I'm a light, I'm a light beer guy myself. And uh, sometimes I like my strong beer like Stella, Heineken, but I like uh, I mean by like full flavor versus light beer. Because light beers are a little more watered down usually. Especially but light. I felt like I was drinking a Dasani. <laughs> no wonder all my all the people at my mom's uh, Hispanic parties they put down a 30 pack so yeah, you guys man. are drinking this song right now I'm drinking talking now it tastes like water so I know what you mean now I know what you mean it's a little it's a little run out <laughs> but hey man are you excited about I mean I know switching gears here but are you excited about fucking Dillashaw and did you Bro, see we got any... this set up for Saturday yeah. right did you oh, see yeah. any footage or any like build up to that fight on like on social media I saw the first post for it today on um, Instagram I'm so fucking pumped for that fight dude I and damn. nobody's really talking about it right yeah what sucks is that uh, I guess if Cejudo went if Cejudo's actually I guess fighting for other fighters jobs because Dana wants to delete so I thought that's pretty cool that this champion is fighting for other fighters to keep this division going. Yeah. So I'm kind of pulling for Cejudo, but DJ is one of my favorites, man. So and also you got the fucking Pacquiao and Bronner fight, the fucking double header. So I'm gonna have to have like a TV and a laptop with me. Uh, yeah, we gotta watch the boxing and then MMA, uh, the UFC in the same night. That's you gotta get both both parts of the game ready for the fight the next week on the streets. Yeah. Fucking ready for that man. Fucking pumped. <laughs> fucking pumped. Who you going for in Dillashaw Cejudo? Uh, my uh, I'm going for Dillashaw just because he's my favorite. I'm going for favorite. I'm not going for like because he's from my hometown. You know, I'm going for just because he's my favorite fighter. Nice. And uh, yeah, man, I know y'all saying fuck y'all. You can, guess what? It is what it is. It is what it is. So Max, man. Can't wait, man. Ten years, you might you might take over business. I won't see what, but ten years, man. What do you think? Man? It's oh, gonna no, take no, forever. We gonna make this thing happen quick. We gonna have multiple businesses, and so are all of you that are listening. You guys are gonna go out and you gonna start doing businesses of what you love to do on the side of what you have to do. Do what you have to do, and then with every ounce of energy that you have left, do what you love to do, and then you'll be okay. Yeah, man. Just don't be afraid of fail. Yeah, don't be, which was uh, earlier, like you said, fuck what you think. Fuck what they think. Don't be afraid to fail. Failure is inevitable. It's going to happen repeatedly. You have to enjoy it. Every time I fail, I'm down for a while, but it's like you get yourself right back up and you say, okay, what am I going to do to beat this failure? And then you do it again and again and again. Because like we said earlier, you got to prove that you want it. You ain't going to get shit. If you don't prove that you want it, you can say it all you want. Yeah, it's like failing those 99 times, but that 100 time you're gonna get so good that you're gonna have that moment. Yeah, uh, you could fail 99 times, but that one. But the 100th time is what counts. Yeah. 
and it could be a thousandth time, it could be the ten thousandth time, but as long as you get to the one that counts, you're golden. It's another key is patience too, right? Oh, patience is massive, but at the same time, you have to be um, doing as much as possible, as impatient as possible. So you have to be able to do as much as you can while waiting for good things to happen to you. So you have to be on the hustle, but wait for things to happen. And then start making changes one at a time, start fixing the machine and the system, and then you're gonna end up with a fine-tuned oil machine, and then you're gonna be able to have cash flow. And I don't know about y'all, but I never grew up with what's called cash flow other than a job. Mm-hmm. Once you have cash flow, you have power to create new things. So let's all go get some cash flow and stop working for, for a salary and stop trading our hours. Then people can start buying the real estate that they want. Then people can start building the businesses that they want to get back with. It all starts with cash flow, and that ain't gonna happen unless you got a fine-tuned oil machine. Keep that engine running, man. Keep that engine running. Every time it breaks down, make a repair. Exactly. Unless you well, now I won't say that. That's too fucked up. <laughs> thank, thank God I stopped myself. <laughs> Coming to you live <laughs> is your mother's favorite American and get the F out with F. Ryan Juarez. Yeah, I'm going to get the fuck out, but not, <laughs> not right now, ladies and gentlemen. Not right now. You know, man. All right, man. So now we've been talking about what you want to start as a business. Okay, you like jackets. So now you have to figure out 10 years from now, what do I want this jacket company to be? Because then you'll know what you have to do next. But you're not going to know what to do next until you know what you want. Exactly. Because I can't speak on the future because I'm not in the next step. Okay, I'm that's almost... I, I will not allow you to say that you can speak on the future because you create the future. So... Okay. I'm a little drunk here so I can't think straight away. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, he's a 30-pack in the Bud Lights right here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, you're right. I have to... No, you don't. Yeah, I guess buckle down, but just just know what you want. If you know what you want, then you know what to do. You know, a lot of people will go to college. Um, that's a really good thing if you know what you want to do. But a lot of people go to college because they don't know what they want to yeah, do. That's, I see that a lot too. Man. You know, people will be like, yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I've been here for two years. I think I'm going to go don't back to school. you hate fucking hearing that? I don't hate hearing it. I love hearing it because it shows that they want more. They want more than what they're receiving, but they're misguided. And they think that they're going to get more by going to work for someone else. But then they're just going to put themselves in a new spot where it's the same thing happening with more money coming in. And it's, it's, it's not going to make you happy. Man, we're going on some deep rants tonight, man. I'm glad we're talking business finally. This is what I live for right here. Yeah, man. Uh, you know... Yeah, when uh, we were all hanging out, we never talked about business, and Max was the first guy to ever, like, explore what the hell this world is all about, and you, know, you introduced me to this right. business and entrepreneurship exactly. thing. And, uh, Isn't that crazy, though, because because that means it was never shown to you, like, yeah. nobody ever told you you could do this. Yeah, man, and, uh, yeah. A story I like to tell is, I remember so many times growing up, teachers would ask, what do you want to do when you grow up? Like, what do you want your career to be? And I never knew. I never knew. And I, I was playing baseball. I was very serious with baseball. But it wasn't. My dream was not to be a professional baseball player. What my dream was was to be a businessman. But nobody ever told me that I could be that. But now I figured it out. 
by myself by going out and searching. But it's not going to happen if you don't start. You know what I mean? It's really hard to explain the start. But you go from zero to one. You go to zero to one. Once you're on one, then you know two is next. Point A, point B. Yeah, exactly. And there's a whole lot of point Bs. Straight line, ladies and gentlemen. That, it, that can be. That's true. But and guys, it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Just, just start. Nothing just, is perfect. Just so ever. you know, just so you know, you're gonna have some obstacles. Some. Uh, just get through it. Yep. You know? People are gonna talk shit. Oh. And people are gonna love you. People are gonna screw you. People are gonna help you out. You're gonna have a mix of everything, but you just gotta go with what you got. You gotta be strong on that when they talk shit on you, when they when they look down upon you. Bullshit, you know, they're they, they could either be jealous or just like fuck, he's actually doing it and just like oh, I'm not doing it, he's rising, you know, so I to, I guess the word I'm saying is jealousy. But yeah, exactly, you know, just you just wanna be you though, like jealousy yeah. is you know, jealousy is a really bad thing because you're looking at what other people have exactly. instead that's, of looking at what you wanna get done. Shouldn't view it like that. Right. Jealousy is one of those things, you know, and the reason these things are, are pointed out as negative aspects is because they have a negative effect on your life. If you're focused on jealousy, you're not focused on becoming a better person. You're not focused on growing. You're not focused on your family. So it's taken away from a lot of positive energies that you could be putting that towards. Good stuff, man. Man, you got to realize I spend a lot of time thinking. And when you spend a lot of time thinking, you spend a lot of time thinking. You think twice. What are some of the good books that you read, man? I read a lot of books. Yeah, I listen to a lot of books. What, what, what my favorites always come to mind first. Whenever I hear books, I think my two favorites. Well, what are those? Okay. You like the audience here, man. So, audience, I would say for what has, I'll give you my top three, but this is for a very specific category. This is for my life category. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the benefit I got out of it to improve my lifestyle. Top third favorite is going to be a ancient book. I don't remember exactly when it's from, but it's from within the first century of like America. But it was, it's no, it might be even older. I can't remember how it is. I think it's older, but it's uh, by Sun Tzu. Ah. The name of the book is The Art of War. The book is extremely relatable to business, which is extremely relatable to war. And also, I've heard that it's sometimes it's difficult to read because it's difficult to translate because it's been translated for over the Right. Yeah. So the first time I ever read it, I remembered, I was like, wow, this it's a short book. But I remember I was like, wow, this is the hardest book I've ever read. Like, this, this is the hardest book I've ever read. That's just how I can describe it. It was a difficult read. But then I started reading it again and then again. And then I started listening to the audio again and again. The audio is only like an hour and 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So I just put, listen to me talk. I'm always going on two times. I'm trying to get to 10x. I'm always going on two times. I don't slow down. Um, every single baseball coach I ever had in my lifetime told me to relax and it never worked. I can't relax. I'm here to go. And we always on 2X. So I'll get through that thing in 40 minutes, multiple times a week sometimes. The Art of War by Sun Tzu is going to be number three. Number two favorite book of all time is um, very, very, very close to being my number one. Is written by Robert Greene. The name of the book is the 48 laws of power if you haven't read this yet read it and don't read it study it do not read it study it you don't learn anything from reading you learn from studying yeah and follow robert green on social media too he'll post some of his posts on there and make you think you know right yeah he uh, he had a big impact on the shift of my perspective on how to behave in society 
uh, you have to really look at yourself and then look at the situation and then decide how to how to mold the two into a way where you get to where you have to be. Yeah, he'll tell us like a real life story of what happened back in the day, what he did wrong or she did wrong. And yep. Yeah, it's yeah, just so, amazing. But yep. yeah. So like he's saying, it shows um, historical uh, moments in time by commanders or generals or um, actresses or just a broad broad range of anything, athletes. Um, and he'll show examples of how they use the laws of power in order to accomplish their mission. Mm-hmm. And there's people that are showing these examples constantly. The most successful people in the world, when I observe them, they're following most of these 40 laws of power, but nobody can do it perfectly. A couple of people that I watch that are really close, they do everything, they follow it almost to the T. Um, but I can't say anything because they're the most successful on the planet. Like They're still missing some. Yeah. And number one, number one best book I ever read, which I recommend should be the first book you pick up if you haven't read this, is a book by the, by the author of Napoleon Hill. Um, a lot of you guys have heard of this book. A lot of you guys always say that you've heard of this book, but you haven't read it yet. It is called Think and Grow Rich. However... Do not allow the title to make a, a. Do not allow the title to describe the book for you. It was a title meant to get your attention. It was not a title meant to tell you what the book is about. It was marketed well. That's why it's called what it is. It's not about getting rich. It's about becoming mentally um, powerful. I would say mentally unstoppable. And I've read that book again, you know, over 20 times. Studied. All right, your friend. So those are my top three books. How many books have you read in the last year? Last year, probably this one called uh, Jocko Will. I can't pronounce his last Jocko name. But it's called Discipline Equals Freedom, Field Manual. It just talks about what you got to do to make it through the day. And it'll give you all these examples and what he went through and how he does it. Something to help you to get your start. And it's a very easy book to read. Uh, say like 200 pages and uh, just an amazing guy a former Navy SEAL right now I'm currently enjoying the uh, Grant Cardone 10X role it's fucking amazing and uh, hopefully I can learn as much as I can from reading that too yep and you know you're gonna learn in different stages and then you're gonna be able to apply things that you learn from this 10 years from now, a year from now, all these different things. But the important thing is doing what? Getting started. The most important thing is getting started. The biggest the biggest thing most people have a difficulty with is they're always going to start tomorrow or next week. They never start today. But you have to start today. I mean, you have to keep going tomorrow and the next day and the next day. But it doesn't start unless you say, okay, I started today. And then you go and find something that has to do with that. And then you just attract it. Then you just put, start putting that stuff in front of you and you get to choose which way you want to go. Yeah, the universe is a crazy place, man. We get what we want when we show it. Speaking of the universe, why can't the aliens just invade us? Yeah, that would be dope, right? Nah, I don't know about that. Bro, it might be the human race might be dead, but if we got invaded by aliens, you know how awesome that would be? I mean, we may all die, but we got to see what it's like to yeah. be invaded by aliens. And finally, we get to know what they fucking look like. 
Yeah, for real. Like, does he really have that big a head? Like, come on. Oh, I can compete with this. Big ass eyeballs, freakish, freakishly and green looking. So what about um, uh, your opinion on aliens, extraterrestrials? Uh, now, there's a difference between life on another planet and intelligence life on another planet. Life on another planet can mean like a plant, okay? Something that doesn't really do a whole lot, but at the same time, it's done a lot. But it could also mean like an intelligent human being like us that has cause and effect on every decision we make. What, do you think that there's another intelligent species either equivalent to the humans or advanced past it out in the universe? Do you think that that is something that exists? Yeah. I do, man. <laughs> That's fucking scary to think about. <laughs> Easily. Oh, fuck. Please don't amaze now that I'm that's why I got, bro. I got my, I got my hopes on the Elon Musk. Elon, you gonna get it, bro. You gonna get on Mars. You gonna start it. You gonna start spreading this human bacteria. Someday I'll buy one of your cars, man. Fuck fuel. Hey, that Roadster is fresh, dude. I'm not into sports cars much, but that Roadster is pretty nasty. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah, maybe one day we'll smoke a blunt. Yeah, and then his his company was dropped billions yeah. overnight. But what happened? Did it go up? Hell yeah, it yeah. did. There you go, motherfuckers. That's like another example. Don't be afraid of you. Right? <laughs> Elon Musk is... That guy's got a lot of stuff going on. I do not want to know what it's like to be yeah. that man for a month. They compared him... They compared... I mean, they say he's the Thomas Edison of today. You know, it's... fucking crazy. Yeah, it's really interesting. I wonder how close he is. Because I know he's pretty good with science himself, but now he's running a business. Thomas Edison was more of a businessman than a scientist. No, than creative thoughts. Right, yeah, creative thoughts. But, you know, Thomas Edison was a businessman. He, he was an inventor, but he was... Also an Elon Musk, man. Right, exactly. But his the reason why he's so popular is because of business, not because of his science. Think about it. There's millions of scientists out there that you don't know the name of, right? Oh, absolutely. But this, guy, this scientist has his own business, and you know who he is. There's not, a, there's not a lot of guys like that. When did Tesla yeah, multiple, broke out to the scene? Oh, man, I, I can tell you, but I'm pretty sure it's like right before like uh, the mid-2000s. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm not 100% sure, but it's right in there. Yeah, because I'm an additional classic Tesla out there. You know? right. No, Tesla's yeah. are brand new. So the thing is, the, the, the car industry is one of the most difficult things to break into. So Tesla, from the start, had a huge, like, huge disadvantage. A huge disadvantage because it's almost impossible to be successful in the industry. Their second huge disadvantage was that he was building electric cars and trying to make them cool when everyone's idea of the electric car at that time was a Prius, which would be laughed at mm-hmm. constantly. Right? Nobody thought it was a cool car, but it was like the Save the Earth car. He's making the cool electric car. Nobody's ever done that. So not only does he have that going against them, but he has the fact that it's just hard to break into the industry. And for him to survive as long as he has in that is incredible. And I think he's gonna he's gonna prosper because he won't give up until he dies. Like he's just not gonna stop. Let me repeat that. He won't give up until he dies. Exactly. It doesn't matter how many times you fail because it's it, that only that one time counts. You get to that one time that counts. That's you it. know, uh, those are three beautiful words. Don't give up. Don't give up. And the thing is with SpaceX, that was a brand new company. I believe that his first three launches all failed. His three launches of his rockets failed. They either exploded, didn't take off, 
They were going to cut him off right then and there. He fought and scrapped and gave it everything he got for one last try. And that's to try his rocket made into, into the, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know the terminology. Yeah, and that goes back to that. If you fail ninety nine times, that one hundred time will will make it for you. You know, exactly. And it only took him four times. You know, and but he gave it everything he yeah. got. And he wasn't afraid of failure. He wasn't afraid of humility. He was just there to say, "Hey, man, give me one fucking shot. I know what I'm doing." Yep, exactly. And and the reason why he wasn't afraid of humility and why he wasn't afraid of all those negative things is because he knew what he was going to do. He knew one way or another he's gonna send a spaceship to Mars. It's yeah. like I'm gonna do it no matter what. And then if he would have failed that fourth time, he would have won and got somebody else to give him a fifth chance. Mm-hmm. And he's not gonna stop till he makes it happen. That's why I believe in the man. Yeah, and also another thing I got this from advice from another billionaire. Do you wanna make a billion dollars? You gotta help a billion people. That's right. another key thing, man. You gotta help people, man. It's really funny because the world of economics works just like the world of religion. You have to do good in order to receive good, which is incredible. I believe it was the Jewish people that created capitalism. In capitalism, you have to do good in order to receive good. And it follows the rules of religion. Why are the Jews so hated on there? I haven't figured it out yet, but I think that the Jews have a lot of hate towards them because um, they're... They themselves claim themselves to be the most advanced, and they believe that they should lead the way in which society goes. Well, so, kinda, not, I mean, not all of them, but I mean, they're like, kind of proving it, right? Yeah, I mean, the Jews are some of the most advanced human beings on the planet. So, they've created more systems than most nationalities will ever. And it all comes from one one group of people, which is an incredible uh, uh, rap sheet. Like, they have created some. Communism was created, I believe, by a Jewish man also in Karl Marx. Like, they're a brilliant group of people. So they created a monetary system that is based on following the laws of religion, in my opinion. That's what it is. Because when you do good, you receive good back. So when you can spread um, positive things and you can, like, uh, help other people get better, you'll get it back. Exactly. That's why I see a lot of people, a lot of people like, Shitting on Instagram, stop that. Support them. Spread love, right? <laughs> There's no need. Unless if you see your favorite fighter losing, then talk shit. Because he made he let you down. But other than that, yeah, spread love, man. Just because you a hating bitch. <laughs> yeah, see, you can't even spend. When I was talking about this earlier with one of, one of my co workers, Dylan, how you doing, bro? Uh, a negative thought and a positive thought cannot coexist in your brain. You're going to get one or the other. If you're thinking negatively, you're wasting all of your energy on a negative thought. If you're thinking positively, you're spending all your energy on a positive thought. So you got to think about this. Neutral means having no emotion at all. You're at zero. If you have a negative emotion, you're at negative one. If you have a positive emotion, you're at positive one. When you're at negative one, you don't just miss out on one point because you're not at zero anymore. You miss out on two points because you're not at positive. So you still have to make up the neutral ground and then make it into the positive ground. So you put you put yourself back. Yeah, I know I'm getting on some uh, on some strange stuff now, but that's what's going on in the dome. That's what I'm thinking twice about. That's what I spend my time trying to figure out. Is that type of thing. Yeah, what are y'all doing? That is a fucking genius. 
Nah, man, we just gotta spread our ideas because when we spread our ideas, you get to hear what I think and I get to hear what you think. But now you gotta give me a little bit of uh, what you think, man. Bring up something that you've been thinking about recently can have to do with anything you want, and I just wanna hear what you think about it. I just being at home, not doing any fitness. It's just, I miss fitness. Yeah, training. this guy's on a this guy's on a boot right now. He uh, fractured. If you uh, didn't catch last episode, he fractured a bone in his right foot, correct? Yeah, and uh, just. Uh, Injuries, man. It's just I know the consequences. You will get an injury and you will be out in the shelf. But you know what that relates a lot to? Yeah. Business. Yeah. When you're in business, you're gonna get injured sometimes. A machine, a part of your machine's gonna break down. You have to recover and then get back to where you were and then improve from there. Oh, you best believe I'm gonna do that. Yes, sir. And uh, so take us through the last fight, bro. Let's let's hear about. Okay, so I know a lot of people um, like us. You've had the experience of being in a fight. But I haven't been in an organized fight. I've been in street fights. You've been in, in a sanctioned fight. But there's people out there who have never, ever been in a fight. So if you could take us back into what it's like when the bell rings in the first round and all of a sudden you're in a, you're in a fight with another human. The audience is out of your fucking brain. You don't, you don't think that. You, they're not there. You're just thinking about that fucking opponent. And the adrenaline is so high, but let's... Talking about that adrenaline, even though it's so high, you get a small amount of that, and it's a beautiful thing. It really is, but you gotta keep in mind you're in there. You will get hurt, and that takes a lot out of you. You will get tired. You're gonna feel all this fatigue. But just know that there is no better way. And if you like fighting, and if you like to compete in physicality. There's no better feeling. There really isn't. Uh, for to be honest, when I walked in that ring and I rose my hands up and that fog was coming up, I felt I was home, man. I, uh, I was crying on the inside. You know that's how fucking great that shit was. And coming down and then giving the pound to my friends in the audience—that's. There's no better fucking feeling, man. Okay, now think about that great feeling that you just had. Now let's rewind to over a year ago when I was telling you every yeah. week that you should try this class, That's right. but you wouldn't do it. Max, Max, uh, he, I always told Max, like, I want to try MMA, man. I want to try at least like kickboxing or stand-up fighting in general. I love stand-up fighting. I love to bang. And Max fucking went to a class and he told me, hey, man, I just tried out for a Muay Thai gym. It was awesome. And I was like, fuck, like, he's doing it. And he's like telling me, come on, man. Was like, you, you said you wanted to do this, come on. It took me a while, but I finally mustered up the courage and said, you know what, let's fucking do this. And that's where I did the first leap of faith. You know? I did the first seven, I, and I went out and did it. And earlier, you and I were talking about being comfortable versus being uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? It was really uncomfortable for you at the beginning, right? Yeah. But now you look back and you're like, that was one of the best feelings of my life. I felt like I was home. Imagine yeah. if you never would have mustered up the courage. You know what sucks? It just sucks that you wish you did it sooner. And that's what I'm telling you. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm like, fuck, man. That's why I know I'm a really young guy. In my opinion, I'm 23 years old. Oh, you're still young, Max. You're a fucking pup. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We are, we are kids. We're all pups here. So I have, I would estimate... If I wanted to live longer with technology, I have about 60 years of life left. 
So I think to myself, what can I accomplish in 60 years? But you don't know. So you'd be like, I don't know. So I think I can accomplish something that has to do with this. But then you just start. And then you just start figuring out along the way. And then once you get that final end image, that's when you know what to go in on. But you're constantly going to be learning throughout the process. Because you don't know shit about it at first. Okay, so fighting, that's a big deal to you. What else do you love? What do you love to do? Because it's good that you're fighting now. I can tell you're a different guy than you were two years ago. You're uh, much more confident. You're, yeah. you're confident in your abilities and you're confident more in the uh, public too. Yeah, man, because uh, I always had my head down. Very shy guy. And once I continue martial arts, kind of gave me my confidence, my discipline, you know, it's fucking awesome. I, I, I'm very thankful to Muay Thai. Now, outside of Muay Thai, your um, what would you say is your second love that you love to do outside outside of uh, Muay Thai? Like, is it music? Is it sports? What is it? Honestly, man, it's just uh, I don't know what. Maybe I like to do art, man. I, I like to maybe draw in some jackets here and there, and you know, it goes back to that. I uh, wanted to do something with leather jackets. I love so that. that's really dope. So yeah. um, you have work on Sunday. So what you should do is you should go out and say, okay, I work from this time to this time on Sunday. That means I have 12 hours left in the day to sleep and work on my side dream. And then you do it again on Monday and on Tuesday and on Wednesday. And then... Yeah, and there's also one thing I do, Stroman, I want to... Sorry to interrupt. It's just the sleep thing. I know we all need our sleep. And it's just... For me, I'm still trying to... Because Max says he sleeps four hours a day sometimes. And I think that's crazy. And I think that's fucking crazy. I'm like, fuck, does that have to do with your health thing? stuff but he's, he says he's fine and I don't know I think having less sleep in your system will affect you in the long run it just but then again I don't now know I'm not a fucking doctor and you know that's another thing I've been talking about with a lot of guys is you're either going to give yourself reasons why not to do it or you're going to give yourself reasons why to do it and when you catch yourself giving yourself reasons why not to do it shut that shit down immediately and what give if, yourself reasons why to do it what if those health issues are true and say you're rich as fuck and not even I'm okay with dying. I'm okay with dying as long as I went balls to the wall the whole time I was here. But oh, yeah. if, I, if I died and I was like, fuck, man, I wish I would have tried something, yeah. then I would be pissed. But that's not going to happen because I'm in control of what happens. You hear that, people? You'll be pissed if you don't try it. I'd be pissed. And I enjoy the struggle because the struggle will always last. So you have to learn to enjoy it. It's never going to be easy. Never, ever. Uh, yeah, repeat that again. It's never going to be easy. Nothing is fucking easy. It's never going to be easy. If you want something that you asked for, it's not going to be easy. Exactly. But you have to be willing to do what it takes. Yeah. You think people are in too deep? So I think people are in too deep as in, as in what? Like well, head up their asses, man. Well, no. I think it's uh, that we don't have the exposure to broader ideas. But now we have this thing called the internet. And with the internet, we can share our ideas with everybody, like I'm sharing with everybody who's listening to this right now. And they can send me a message, and then they're communicating back with me. Like, that's a pretty incredible tool. The internet is going to make everything change. I just hope this AI doesn't turn into an evil entity and kill the human race, and we don't have to live our dreams. Shit, I do. That way I know the way the world ends. <laughs> no, but what's crazy, I think Elon Musk is screaming because uh, it mostly comes from Google search, and you know, sometimes we'll be typing some pretty crazy shit, so we're feeling this AI, you know, so it knows our 
our secrets and our thoughts. Fucking weird, right? Yeah, and, uh, so like it's kind of weird that we're we're losing our privacy in a sense because computers study us so closely by everything that we do. Oh, I think it knows everything. <laughs> oh, 100. The other day, I said I was hungry. I pulled my phone out of my pocket, and it, and it was like right after. And then I got a Postmates uh, like really? notification, and I was like, holy shit, they have it to the funny, point. Funny you said that because I literally went out the door out of my Amazon order. Literally, as soon as I opened the door. I looked at my phone and said, 17 minutes to get home. I'm like, I didn't even yep. thought about it. They track everything yeah. you do, with like, everywhere you go. If you open yeah. your Google Maps and you use it consistently, it'll point out the places where you go or where you've been a couple times on the scary, map. Man. It's scary, but you got to accept it. You know, you can't get lost in the past and it sucks because you lose your privacy. And uh, Zuckerberg actually went through deep court and made big changes to Facebook over this, but you lose a lot of privacy still. He's an alien. Yeah, that guy, man, that was a great idea. I disagree with a lot of Zuckerberg's views. Zuckerberg, man, me and you are on opposite opposite pages, but it's okay, man. It'll be a fun fun, uh, competition. I don't know if you want to get into this type of conversation, but what is your opinion? You don't need to answer this, maybe you just say, oh, we'll, we'll get past. But what is your thoughts on the shutdown, on the government shutdown? So the government shutdown is 100% a um, leverage. It's leverage. Like, at both sides are trying to take leverage on it. Excuse me. So both sides are trying to take leverage on it, but it's being used as a part of making the deal. So there's one of my other um, notable mentions is the art of the deal by Donald Trump. In the art of the deal, he tells you not everything. He doesn't tell you everything. I know that for a fact. He tells you so much. Oh, they don't. They they always don't spill all their secrets. Yep. They always keep the ones that they uh, they need to be able to feed everyone. But this guy. He is a deal maker. It's what he does his whole life. He's made deals. So now in politics, that's all he does all day is make deals with countries. He makes deals with businesses. He makes deals with the people. That's what he does now like as a living, which is what he was doing before. In his book, he talks about you always have to be able to walk away from a deal. And that and it makes 100% chance, uh, sense. You always have to be able to will- be willing to walk away from a deal. Because it shows that you're not desperate for the deal. They're lucky that they're doing business with you. Mm. If you're out there going to accept any deal that, you, that you're given, you're not holding yourself to a very high standard. He holds himself to the highest standard possible and does everything he can to follow it. That was his whole niche growing up. I studied him as a businessman. As a businessman, he's one of the, one of the most successful businessmen on the planet. So I like to see how he builds his businesses, much like I do with everybody else. Now he's a politician. It's weird now. People hate this guy. Uh, whereas before, he was kind of seen as an arrogant guy, but he was very idolized. Yeah, there's uh, some love for him, too. Yeah. A lot of love for him. Yep, Donald Trump's got a lot of I love mean, for him, For the too. love of God, I mean, I mean, without Donald Trump's televised Mike Tyson fights, <laughs> some of your guys' childhoods wouldn't be as exciting as it was, right? <laughs> so I, I do... You know, thank thank him for those Mike Tyson fights. That's true. That's a good point, man. That's funny. Yeah, man. Uh, I like to ask people um, when when you think Donald Trump, what do you think? And then they think uh, like uh, first off, President of the United States is gonna come to mind. But then they say reality TV star. Uh, yeah, but if you ask a guy like me, and I know somebody will be like, "What the fuck?" I'll think about 
Yeah, that's the guy who was on wrestling that one time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's all I think about. He, he was portrayed as like the good guy, or I don't know. Like, but uh, I knew him as a guy who was loved, you know, because, I mean, if you looked at in wrestling, the whole arena was cheering for this guy. And, you know, and if, let's say you uh, re- recorded that uh, that footage, that episode, and you showed the people that were cheering him and that are against him now, let's see how they act now, you know? Yeah. Fucking hypocrites at the same time. I'm sorry, but yeah. But the funny thing is that, um, like, they were able to change his perspective on command. You know, yeah. they, they, well, using media, he's still learning battle. But earlier we were talking about how if you want that group of people to buy what you have, they need to know what you exist, right? Yeah. You're a wrestling fan who knew who Donald Trump was. Yeah, and you first first heard about in 2006. Yeah. Yep. So like that's how you that's how you knew who he was. Like a guy like Grant Cardone, he just wants everybody to know who he is because he knows the more people that know who he is, the more people they're gonna purchase his products. So Donald Trump is a businessman, so he has to be good at marketing. He has to do whatever he can to get people to talk do you about think, it. Do you think Grant Cardone and Donald Trump goes back to the 48 laws of power? They're breaking a, breaking a law saying don't say too much. Um, that's a good question. So I stu- actually studied the rise of Donald Trump in politics and compared it to the 48 laws of power. Mm. He does say too much, and I think it's by design. Because there's a other side to the equation. The other side to the equation is the media. Although the media can do negative coverage, it's still coverage, and that's what matters. People need to know that you're there. As long as people are talking about you, you're winning. And it works even in politics, apparently. Before, it used to be more like fashion and uh, sports. Like, the more people are talking about you, the more attention you get. Yeah. And business, what people know is negative. Damn, like. Come to think of it, what the hell is Trump made a whole bunch of shit, right? Hotels, you name it, casinos. Right. But he basically was a builder, but his, every every man who's a billionaire, mostly, maybe except outside of oil, they're involved with real estate. And he was the best uh, real estate developer um, known to the public. Uh, he was able to build um, huge casinos. He was able to build massive um, hotels. But the important thing is that it was under budget and on schedule. Those are his two goals. His two goals were to be under budget and under schedule. So to be uh, done with the project before the due date and to pay less for it than what you thought it was going to cost. That was his whole thing. And that's what a that's what a government needs. And a lot of people disagree with his views. Uh, everyone's always gonna have different views. Exactly. But you need yeah. people that are focused on those two things: saving money and getting things done before they're supposed to be done, and getting stuff done. Because back, think about it. In the past, people used to always say, you know, politicians always say that they're gonna do something, but then they never do it. They always make all these promises, but then they never do it. That used to be what I heard all the time. All the time. And now people say um, politicians are dirty too, which I agree. A lot of our politicians are dirty. Uh, but man, I lost that train of thought I was going with too. Yeah, to tell you the truth, I don't think he's racist. And you know, none of that stuff, like, like, it's hard to believe he's racist, you know. Yeah, um, like, it's for me, a lot it's of really yeah. positive things for, for me. It's very hard to believe that he's racist. And I, you know, I know that he's, you know, done some stuff, even that. You know, some people hate, but I just, the fact that Colin races, I can't see that, but it's people's opinion. And you're, I mean, this is, you're Mexican, right? Um, um, but no, you're, you're an American Mexican. You were born here. Born right? here from a Mexican parent. Uh, 
Okay, so both your parents are Mexican and you are pro-Trump and both your parents came here not documented, right? Yeah, and it's just... Uh... And you're pro-Trump, so that shows you that he does have a connection with the Latino people also. I mean, we also saw some in the rallies. Yeah, he had a, he has rallies out and people, like, you'll have tens of thousands of people showing up to these rallies. Like, that is not a normal thing, but it's because you have someone who can market. Marketing is one of the most powerful tools on, on the planet. Yeah, it was a, I mean, it was a peaceful thing. It just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It was just, I mean, it was the protesters that ruined the day. I mean, they started Well, there wasn't the really that many protesters. Yeah, but the first. But let's be honest, there was one that caused the records. And once we left, that was all that was going on, just fighting and bickering. Yeah, they left. And that's one of his things is he uses people's emotions, you know. And he uses people's emotions to a point where they're so gung-ho for him, and then on the opposite side, they think he is the worst thing that's ever existed. He may be, you know, who, who knows? Yeah. But either way, there's two opposite sides to it. Just like in everything else, there's a yin and a yang. So his actions are causing a positive reaction, negative reaction. But everything, he's got opponents, you know, he's got his strategical plan for the, for the world. Um, the thing I like about him is he says he believes in world peace. If he believes in world peace, I'm about this guy. And he proved it by starting to pull our troops out of places that we shouldn't be. If it's going to be lives of Americans saved where they can raise uh, raise their families, I'm about it. Because we've been in Afghanistan and we've been in places like France where people don't even really talk about that we're there. We've been in Syria, Iraq. We're all in all these places that yeah, we shouldn't be. Yeah, like you guys always, you guys should really do some uh, little news out there and really see what was going on. I know you guys see the big headlines but you guys really need to see what the hell's going on what's going on in the big circle yeah but the end of the, end of the day humans are going to have to figure out if they want to destroy each other or if they want to unite it's up to us man and I say we unite all of us yeah cause deep down we're not stupid you know, we're not fucking stupid you know we can make the right decision it's up to us you know and I know there's some fucked up people out there that are smart but will make that dumb decision and uh yeah man just we need to wake up and stick to the positive side man i like that man wake up on the right side of the bed stick on the positive side and plus man one thing is you have to realize that there's going to be downsides and you have to know before you start that there are going to be times where you want to quit the key is to not quit and you want to quit and very soon you'll be out of it yeah as long as you're focused on what you want stay focused people and uh, follow that dream follow that dream showtime out